1: Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please, as we go through the following safety instructions. In the
0: event that there is a loss of cabin pressure, oxygen mask will drop from the overhead. Place the mask over your nose and mouth. Breathe normally as oxygen is flowing even, and the mask will not Be sure to you adjust your own. Hello, hello, hello everyone. Welcome to the Holy We Podcast where we step out and speak on sexuality. This is your favorite host, Vernon T. Scott, also known as Slater Jackson, and for you freak motherfuckers out there, Sebastian's Adams. On today's episode, we're taking off our motherfucking clothes, we're getting our cameras ready, have to get some good fucking lighting because ugh, the fuck. And we're taking news and then we're sending those news. So that's the conversation. We're talking about sending news people and joining me for this conversation is
1: Tyrell. How are you doing today? I am doing well. I'm so glad to be back. Always happy to be here yes yes so you out here sending news or no like what's up oh you know, I haven't. you know i'll send them every once in a while depending on who is with you know i i have this thing about sending news i always feel like i don't know it's like ground-based rules that i it's like ground-based rules that i have like i always like people to know like my news are always going to be something that you're never going to see my face Mm-hmm. Because I like plausible deniability, just in yes. case something gets leaked online. um So even if you know it's me, I can have plausible deniability because I'd be like, "Well, you know, can't see my face, ain't me." Exactly. <laughs> you know, that could deny, be
0: deny.
1: And even if I didn't want to deny, I just like the, I just like the choice that I could deny if I want. <laughs> you know. So one, that's my thing, and then two. I always like for people who I am exchanging news with to recognize like it's an exchange. Like I take people's privacy very seriously. So if you're not in a space of wanting to send yourself, I more than likely won't send anything because to me, sending news is kind of like a reciprocal nature, Mm -hmm. you know, of something. It's like I want to give, but I also want to receive as well
0: i get that i know I, I i have this one rule when it does come to my news like one definitely you're not going to see my face even the ones that i'm very happy of i was just like oh look at that body oh what did Ooh. you do oh yes but i'm like mm, i don't need my face in that <laughs> but like, exactly. i will cut my face out or just angle the camera in such a way that it's not going to be there at all Uh, you might see the bottom half of my face look all of my face is just beautiful I'm just going to say that so I'm feeling myself but like you might have the bottom portion of my face or something like that maybe a little bit of lips if it's like a frontal picture like showing the tits and everything but I'm not Mm -hmm. going to have like full face anywhere and I'm not even going to have my face connected with that account if it is like on, on the freak account if you know what I look like, it's because I sent it to you in a DM. That's the only way. Um, but like when it comes to engaging with other people, I'm not going to send, because I've I've exper- experienced this a lot on most definitely on dating apps and whatnot, where people will want to see my news and they haven't even provided one, a conversation, two, a face picture um. In cool. three, any kind of expectation of if this is actually going to lead to something. So, cool. like for me, I'm not going to just be sending my nude body out to everybody. Like for me, what? I I take ownership and have security of my nude images, and cool. um, they are precious to me. So that means if I'm going to reveal that to you, I'm letting you into, you know, my space a little bit. Um. And it's not that. I'm uncomfortable with sharing the news or that I'm not willing to share freely. No, it's just that I need to know exactly who I'm sending these to. So if you do not trust me enough to send me like a picture of your face, why should I trust you enough to send you a picture of my body?
1: Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, and people don't really, I, I I think it's different for everybody, but there are I think levels to sending news. Like a lot of like I had somebody ask me uh recently, they noticed that with the news that I chose to share, like I I take more pictures like of my backside than I do my front. And so, you know, he wasn't like necessarily complaining or anything like that, but he was just asking, you know, just out of genuine curiosity of why. And I don't know. And, you know, it really made me reflect because yeah, I do notice obviously that I take more pictures of my backside than my front, and in a way, it's kind of like you also have to be conscious about not necessarily not just what nude you take, but your comfortability as well. Because for me, I recognize that me taking a picture of my like my back my backside because it's like what I find to be more appealing. I guess it's like I don't have a second thought about taking a picture of my backside, but it's like, if I had to, you know, taking pictures of, you know, my frontal area or whatever, I feel in some way more exposed. Mm. Like it's something that yeah, I'll do, but it takes me a little bit more confidence to do. Mm. And I don't necessarily think it's about size or anything like that personally for me, but I think that, you know, we tend to take, you know, pictures of what we feel like our best you know assets are or you know things that you know get talked about from people you know in a general sense and even for like content creators that you know i'll happen to follow they'll mention things from time to time as to say like oh hey you know like like when you see like those dual pictures of like front side back side or you know whatever and then people in the comments will be like oh well you know would love to see you know like this body part or you know whatever you know or something else from you and then I don't know. It's kind of like almost like that hesitation because like that's not like usually like what I'm known for.
0: Hmm. You know, I I I like that you mentioned that you know people you know putting in their request and whatnot. I hate that people feel that they have ownership of what you release Mm -hmm. Uh, because it's like if you're asking for me to share a nude picture and I do share a nude picture and if this is what you wanted. Like, if it's not what you want to see, okay, that's fine, but if this is all that I'm comfortable with uh, sharing with you, then let that be great, too, because, like, Uh for me, like, one, I don't really, I don't necessarily like dick pics, like, yeah, I've seen some great dick pics over the years uh, and whatnot, but at the end of the day, I really don't care for them too much because Uh those dick pics can lie very easily like if you want to make your dick seem larger than it is you just go closer to it if you want it to not seem as uh large uh even if it is big you go back like the angle can make uh make a difference all these things can happen like for me i will always tell people dick pics lie so like it doesn't even tell me how well it's going to perform whenever we do meet up. So it's like, it's not really giving me anything um oh, but like i rarely take pictures of my dick i rarely even take pictures of my ass but i oh. don't mind taking a picture of my chest because look that's something easy that's something that i do Ooh. appreciate seeing for myself like even when i walk around uh naked sometimes i just like oh look at you okay i'm Ooh. looking in the mirror i see my front side a lot more than i see my backside. anyway so it's like i've grown to appreciate what i see up front but like for people who just feel as though oh Um, because we're engaging in these, this space of sharing and taking photos. Oh, I want you to go to the bathroom and do this. Fam, we're not in a relationship. You can't be making requests. Are you going to pay me on this? Like you you're doing too much? Like what, what, what is the expectation here? Um, Do you want me to have a photo shoot for you? Like, are you just engaging with me just so that you can see, uh, have somebody to engage in your uh, photo? I don't want to say fetish, but your desire to see all these photos of me? Uh,
1: Or do
0: you have the intentions of actually meeting up? Because if you want to meet up, you can see everything in person. Like, what is your expectations here? Like,
1: Yeah. And then some. Yeah. And then that's the thing. Some people don't know how to delineate with the fact that especially like if you are somebody who particularly is like a content creator for whatever reason, Mm -hmm. like the things that I post are for a public image. But that's not to say like that necessarily spills over into my personal life. Mm -hmm. And because it's like when you're dealing with, you know, fans that you may have or followers that you may have, you don't know them so you know most of them you don't know unless you are being paid to know you know being paid to know them so like for instance and i think that that is what kind of perpetuates a lot of um stereotypes um that we have particularly in our culture because like if you're following this content creator who is known you know for hey popping you know or whatever however they are fairly nicely proportioned and they got a good backside too. Then all of a sudden the comments will not just be about, they performance, but then it's kind of like, oh, well, you know, I see them take on you, you know, you too, and, you know, things like that, things that they may not, you know, they appreciate maybe, but it's like, that's not what the attention is for. And then now you have these people in your DMs and your comments saying like, oh, you know, like, can we see, you know, like, you know, somebody, you know, playing with, you know, playing with your backside or, you know, something like that or whatever. And it's kind of like, like you say, it's like, why can't you just enjoy the content that i'm putting out there like it's my content you know so it's like you don't get a license into saying or feeling like you should be privileged to make certain comments Hmm. you know it's kind of like if you're going to comment on something comment on the video or the photo that i just put out that's what you need to comment on.
0: exactly like i think a lot of that is rooted in consumerism and how Um, we have that belief that the customer is always right and that we can request whatever we want on the fucking menu like i've been thinking about like you know if i were to start a a restaurant or something Mm. what that menu is going to look like because if i i know that you know people don't want to turn people away but if it's not something that focuses on a vegan diet or if it's not something that um even focuses on uh you know gluten-free or whatever the case is then it's just not the restaurant for you like i i don't see why like not to say because these things are actual concerns that you do you should have some kind of uh replacement if you can if it fits the theme or whatever the case is but we have that expectation that this one place has to fit everybody's needs all our needs and all of that mm. and i'm just like why can't they just be a place why is it that burger places have to serve chicken like mm. I, I get that you can have a chicken sandwich or whatever like chick-fil-a i'm not going to there them to expect them to have a burger they have chicken mm. let that be the and i love that they stick to that we're not going to do anything else outside of that if it's not chicken mm. if it's not an egg we're not fucking around with it
1: (laughs) exactly and that and that is the reason why multiple uh places exist because it's like and if you are not happy with my services or our services you can feel free to go elsewhere exactly like this not like this is the only place there is
0: exactly like it's, it's not saying that we would not appreciate your business it's just that we're not serving the dining experience that you want. And that is okay. When it comes to content, well, I'm not serving the content that you are requesting. I'm sorry. That's like, if somebody came to me, like, oh, well, why don't you talk about um, politics more? Or why don't you talk about uh, comic books more? And I'm like, that's not the purpose of the show. This show is about conversations about sex. Now, if it's a comic book related to sex, and I could talk to the author, the, the illustrator the artist i forget what the comic i forget the actual term but i would love to have them on but mm. if it's not if it's not rooted in the conversations that you know based off of the brand or whatever don't expect it
1: and you have to know what works for you and what you are going to draw boundaries for because like mm. there are that there is um to uh there's this youtube couple uh to you know very handsome gentlemen and um, when they announce that, you know, because usually like they do like little blog videos and, you know, like, couple videos and you know stuff like that and um, they both of them real cool personalities from at least what I see or whatever and then when they announced that they were going to be doing you know a little bit more explicit material I like how they came out in person saying like you are not going to you know necessarily see them you know having sex you know on camera or you know things like that but they were going to be doing a little bit more like explicit pics and you know stuff like that you know as a couple and as separately so I like how they make their business work for them Like, if you go onto their Twitter page or follow their Twitter, you know, you'll see a photo or two or, you know, something like that. But you're not going to see, like, their OnlyFans account.
0: The Holiloquy podcast focuses on the variability of sexual expression. When it comes to sexual expression, we often depend on pornography to illustrate how one must perform sexually. For those who have not learned this by now, the stuff you see in porn is not real. Pornography provides a singular perspective of sexual expression that is not often the reality we see during our own sexual encounters. The Holiloquy Podcast is a conversation that takes you outside of the compressed box of what many know about sex. Some of the topics we discuss include kinks, condom usage, status disclosure, and past sexual experiences. The Holiloquy Podcast steps out on sexual norms and recognizes that the norm is not the only normal. Subscribe today and join the conversation.
1: I like how they make their business work for them like if you go onto their twitter page or follow their twitter you know you'll see a photo or two or you know something like that but you're not going to see like their only fans account and then that's another and then that's another thing a lot of times people will feel like because i know i'm I, I i'm one of these people myself i for as much free content that is out there i'm not going to pay for content hmm. if it gets to that point that i do then that will be that. But I don't pay for content. But that doesn't mean that I disrespect or bash people. You know, people who do, or you know, I talk badly about people on their page or whatever. But there's a misconception about the fact that as soon as people hear that, oh, you have only OnlyFans or you have a Just for Fans or what, you know, whatever platform people are using, they automatically assume that they're going to be seen you know, just engaging, you know, sexual content. And that is not the truth. People use their just for fans, their only fans to up their brands as well. And considering how much uh freak meters that, you know, people have out here, what people are into, you could make a thousand of dollars just by showing your foot online. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, so it's like people make their brands work for them. Like there is a guy who is called the naked chef. You know, he make he's building his content and his brand based off the nature of him cooking naked. Mm. And, you know, he has a bad following. The naked barber does, you know, the same thing. And so I think that it goes back into the conversation, like, with the nature of sending nudes. You have to know, like, what are you actually... It shouldn't be just, like, oh, okay, I'm sending this just for fun, but you have to think about, okay, what's the other reasons why I may be doing this? Am I doing this, you know, as like a confidence builder, or because am I trying to look for some sort of validation? And, so, and you know, it's not necessarily say all those things are bad. Like, hey, there may be a time, you know, maybe sometimes where, you know, I'm just, I'm feeling myself right now. So, you know, mm-hmm. I may send, you know, a couple pics or, you know, whatever. Or, you know, hey, I'm really wanting to get insight into, like, this part of my body, maybe because I've been working out, you know, of it. And so my thing has always been, as long as you know you're not sharing your entire self to the world to see, I guess. And that's not that's not a dig at content creators, because I very much benefit from content creators. But it is to say like you have to choose the levels of intimacy, even with just a picture that you share. And I'm so glad that people are now starting to have those boundaries and people are starting to have those conversations because the truth of the matter is that I've been talking about this a lot quite lately. Not everybody deserves access to you.
0: Mm, amen.
1: You know, you do not owe people your the entire nature of your body or just things that you choose not to show. If I don't like the way my arm looks, well, guess what, God damn it, I'm not going to show my arm. <laughs> and I don't care what it is that you say. It's you know, sad. so you know, just get, get, get it together. Right. Like, I know, like, even when
0: it comes to like me sending news, I use my, I can't say it's a disdain because I don't mind taking a picture if I'm in the mood. Um, mm. Like, I really do have to be in the mood to take like new pictures, like, meaning I've come off a good little vacation or uh, it has not been a stressful week. I haven't been mm. working nonstop. Like, sometimes. Look, I'm not filling up to it, and and like when it comes to those moments, I, I am in the mood, and I do take a new photo. Um, I I want my news to be appreciated. I want the mm-hmm. person who receives them to like enjoy what I'm sending them, and mm-hmm. uh, I want it to make them actually feel more enticed to meeting up and engaging in my body and appreciating me a lot more. But because of, um, that mindset that I have when it comes to my news, I, often utilize that to help me weed out those people who are not going to appreciate me the way I want mm. to because yeah. you can tell a lot most definitely if someone is just like constantly like oh so are you going to send me a nude and I'm like are you going to send me a face pic mm-hmm. and then they're just like yeah I'll do that after you send a nude and I'm like then I'm not interested like <laughs>
1: <Exactly>. <laughs> so yeah, because for one thing because for one thing it's kind of like it's majorly sus about the fact that you keep asking you know for this because it's kind of like even if Like, for people who I converse with, I'll be like, yeah, I have an appreciation for the body. Like, I love the body. And for me, swimming news is just not about seeing particular body parts or whatever. I just have a general appreciation for the body. Mm -hmm. So I love to, you know, I love looking at different skin tones, different sizes, different, you know, because then I fascinate I fantasize about what it's like what you know your touch feels like like you know and things like that so it, it arouses you know all of those senses for me and so when people message you <clears throat> or is to say like oh like like you said oh like can we exchange or you know and like you don't even know this person from Adam <laughs> mm-hmm. you know and so it's, it's very much a thing about like and that's why, how you say, like, you can weed out certain people because it's kind of like, listen, if all I'm wanting, you know, is to see the news or whatever, I'm not going to be putting in as much work just to see, just to see, your news. Exactly. Like, you know, so I think it's kind of one of those things that it's sad, but it's a, it's a very good indicator
0: mm-hmm that's like uh on on Grinder. um they allow you to send disappearing photos and you only if you're not paying I don't know how many you get if you do pay but if you're not paying you are, have a limit of one disappearing photo so cool. if um someone sends me a dis- disappearing um um face pick, um uh, I will probably send them a disappearing ass, fo- ass pic but cool. the only thing um is that if I don't have any more of those and I already, you know, shot that load earlier that day with somebody yeah. who ended up not working out and you're messaging me and it's like, you send a disappearing photo, I'm just going to tell you, okay, I appreciate knowing how you look, but I, I'm not going to send you a new, like I, the conversation will already be there that I'm not going to send a new, even like it's not going to be yeah
1: there. yeah and and you and do not apologize for the fact that you know somebody may send you you know a picture without like you expressing like i didn't ask you to send that in the first place exactly. so don't feel compelled that you have to send something back
0: exactly like you know? Was...
1: Cause I would, yeah because i've i had incidences like that to happen where it's like somebody will just send me just like some random picture and i'm just like oh okay mm-hmm. like yeah, okay it looks nice
0: Like there was this uh, one incident where uh, someone, I I think I hit them up and we were just having conversation, Uh, they were visiting the area and um, they were like, well, I was like, hey, I'm looking for a hookup tonight. Are you interested? It was like, um, yeah. And I was like, do you mind sending a, a face pic? They sent the face pic. I was like, oh my God, you were trying to blah, 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 blah. And uh, I think at this point I had already sent like uh, my new has <laughs> a disappearing photo. So I didn't have one. <laughs> and he sent the disappearing photo. So I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to help you here. But he was like, oh, so are you going to send me a new photo? I was like, you know, I'm of the mindset that uh, if you really want to see my ass, you will actually come over and you'll want to fuck. Uh, like, yeah. if you're not on that energy, then you don't really want to see my new body. So uh, I'll, after that was like bet. I yeah. like that was all that was needed to be said and i will say i was happily folded in a good way that night and it was great but like that's the kind of energy i be looking for when it comes to these dating apps like i want you to have the full intentions that look i already find you attractive cool. oh you say you're not gonna send a new but you saying i could still come over and see that body or i could still fuck around with you i want this i want you i'm gonna cool. see you in a little bit If you're not on that, you mess with the wrong motherfucker. (laughs) because my desire to send a new varies day to day. So,
1: yeah, no. And then you also have to really assess about whether or not you're in the mood or not, because like I've had many. I've had like quite a few incidents where it's like somebody will hit you up just at the wrong time where it's like, listen, I didn't just like wash my face. I didn't got into bed. I didn't, you know, I didn't brush my teeth. I'm getting ready to settle in for the night, and then, like, you know, you may be, you know, there's a difference between engaging in, you know, like, sexy combo versus like taking a photo, because then it's like, listen, I'm already in bed, my light is out, I sleep in the dark now. I gotta turn on the light now. I gotta get in a position. <laughs> like, this is too much work. So, I, I think that with the nature of sending news, like, and I, I think there was this, um. I re- believe like there was this article titled like sending like taking nudes as an art, yeah. and I remember in that article I remember this woman said that think about taking nudes as a way to build. Not necessarily just confidence in yourself, but to focus nudes on yourself. Do them when you're in the moment to do them. Do them when you feel great about doing them. Don't do them just for the, obviously, for the pleasure of others. Because you're not getting any type of satisfaction of that. All you're doing is just taking a picture of your body just to satisfy someone else. Be empowered about the photos that you take. No matter if you're you know, you're taking something that is like has the best lighting or whatever, or you're just taking a shot that of, you know, you just getting out the shower or something, whatever, whatever it is. Like do it when you are feeling most empowered, not because it's like when somebody wants something. That's why a lot of times when I am sending news, uh, I will preface like, oh, like I took this like maybe like two weeks ago because mm-hmm. like I'm not in the mood or I may not be in the space to take like an uh, actual mood right now
0: you know the crazy thing is um because i don't really take too many new like i have like newer frontals or even Mm. like you see the like the pick the images that i post every now and again like on instagram my facebook or uh sometimes twitter uh like if i update my picture like the one with me in that um Mm. that see-through shirt Mm. the, the um because I love that one like I was feeling good I was feeling night yes I, I also had a Sebastian photo shoot thing going on that day too but anyways uh I was feeling good like that's the kind of things that I like to take like the black and white model steps out of me and I'm just like yes bitch yes it's not gonna be in full color because it looks by god good as fuck in full color but you're gonna get this black and white today but like I'm feeling myself, I'm feeling great. So that is when I'm going to take a, a, a photo of myself. But I'm hmm. not doing those kind of pictures of my full new body because I don't if this is not enticing enough for you and it's hmm. not making you want to rip this shirt off, then why pull the fuck up? <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I, I want I want you to lust after the thing that you see publicly rather than the thing that you may have access to like mm. privately as a like you know a nude photo right. but like yeah you, you have to feel sexy with your news and right if if yeah. And I think there, uh-huh.
1: yeah and that's the thing like i think the nature of taking news is getting into that that era of, because like it's like i see like a lot of news and i'm like oh my god like this is a whole production going on like mm-hmm. I, and it makes you feel. It makes you feel sexy because when I'm looking at people who like, I know that they didn't just like quickly take this picture. Like they have like this lingerie on, they have this like environment or this background, like they chose to take this picture at a specific moment. And it makes me like somehow appreciate the photos a lot more because of the work that's been put in it and it's not to say like if you don't do that like you are you know like your news are trash or whatever but I think like moving forward I think that I'll be in a more of the space like when I do take news like I am getting into like different types of stylish like lingerie or underwear or you know things like that where it's like oh yeah I can really see myself like wearing this and like taking a picture or you know I would love to take a picture at sunrise or sunset and capture you know this kind of lighting because that's what makes me feel good
0: exactly like literally in this moment i'm thinking of different nude photo shoots that i can do because like if i had the space the time and the money oh my god like i will do a whole fucking
1: design and just be like i do you know i i don't know if it's gonna happen i would hope um i don't know because it's like the way finances work and things like that you know it can always be up and down i always wanted to because this is my 30th year you know, for my birthday this year. So I was actually really hoping that I would actually have enough coin to actually schedule myself to actually take a sexy photo shoot for my 30th birthday.
0: You know, that's what I'm doing. That is literally what I'm doing. I thought I sent in the message on the second of this year, Hmm. but I surely didn't. I had to, I went back to the website. I'm like, why is she not reaching out to me? Like, girl, what's going on? I'm getting anxious here. Like, do you not, do you not accept people? Like, what's going on? How do I reach out to you? And I didn't even press submit, fam. I was just like, the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) So I was just like, let me just go ahead and put a cap on this little um, email message. Send, submit, submit, submit. And now I'm just like, girl, please just go ahead and reach out I to, need me. To, I need to me whenever you need to. Look, I look at my spell messages well, just cool. in case if it's going to be well. sent there i'm looking for you
1: because <laughs> it's like look i'm having my glow up i'm having like my self-confidence this is not to say like this is going to be here in another year like i may be going through something entirely different exactly exactly so i need to, I need exactly. a, I need to, to, to capture this energy in moment.
0: okay <laughs> a picture captures a moment in this moment, moment. i'm feeling great so go ahead <laughs> this is going to be the staple for the rest of the uh this damn year that's all i know uh, and
1: that's why and that's why even though i do not dress in heels i truly understand why a lot of women a lot of women who do wear heels say that no i need to capture these moments in these heels before we go out because once i go out i ain't walking. <laughs> look and not at all <laughs> uh, no like i told i i get i get it
0: Look, now, uh, I will say, because uh, we have not touched base on this. Well, I kind of mentioned it a little bit earlier. But in terms of news, body appreciation. So how how do you, either if it's before prepping for uh, a new photo that you're going to take, or even just in general, how do you appreciate your body, how do you see your body, and how do you prep your body for any kind of photos?
1: Hmm. Well, I think you have you have to know like your features and what like the the accentuation of what comes to you naturally. Like, I don't think that you should feel like, oh, like I have to do this or I have to do that before new. But I know what makes me feel good. I've always been into sensuality. I love, you know, I love my candlelight baths. I love my body products that I use. So anytime that, typically a lot of times before I will take a new, it's usually after I have bathed, I have applied, you know, my my body products because that's when I feel the most sexy. And so, like, a lot of times I will take pictures, like, after I have the lotion or, you know, like I say, apply my body products and I'll take a picture of, like, my backside, my front side or, like, my feet or, you know, whatever, because it's like I'm in the moment, I feel confident, I've had my candles on, so, you know, I feel sexy and, you know, just all those type things. So that's just personally for me. If you have a different type of regimen routine, do what works for you, of course. And so in those moments, you know, I, I'm appreciating my body because it's where I feel the most confident. Now I will say, like a lot of people will have the thing of, well, I don't know what makes me feel confident about my body, especially if you struggle through, um, body image, um, you know, um, problems or if you've had, yeah, because I think we I think a lot of us, we go through a kind of body appreciation and body dysmorphia at the same time, because, you know, just because you see somebody who is all, you know, in the gym and they have these six pack abs and stuff like that. They are some of the most body conscientious people, you know, that are out there. So it's definitely not even to stigmatize. Um, And so I think, you know, just like anything, we fall in love and out of love with our bodies, mm-hmm. And so. I think that what you have to do and understand is how take assessment about how you come to appreciate um, aspects of you that, hey, you may actually still want to change. But it's to say, like, if you are used to, just to give an example, if you are used to having a certain type of body image, like, hey, you're used to being a little bit more muscular or, you know, toned and things like that, just ask yourself this question. If I was to have more flap or, you know, like, or a little bit bigger in certain places and things like that, would that, you know, how, what does that actually, would that actually change anything about how people perceive me or how I perceive myself? Because to me, no matter if I am bigger, if I'm thinner or, you know, whatever, and a lot of times we're bigger and thinner in certain places, you know, just depends on your body proportion, that that still doesn't change anything, you know, about me inside. Yeah, my outside, you know, has changed a little bit. But that's why it's like, even with getting to know people, why I've often always said, like, I really don't care what size people are, I just want you to be healthy. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Whatever healthy looks like for you, you know, so I would never project a ideal body type or ideal onto somebody because one, a lot of times we don't understand that a lot of times what happens with our bodies are genetic, you know, especially for if you come from a genetically bigger family, you're just predisposed to be genetically bigger, a bigger person. It doesn't matter about what you do at the gym and things like that. A lot of times what happens at the gym and you eating right and things like that, that has a effect on other aspects of your body, but not necessarily the outwardly. Mm-hmm. appearance of you you know um and again, you know all those types of other things but yeah, but just getting back to the nature of just body appreciation, whatever it is that you have discomfort with, I always say take pictures of that
0: mm-hmm.
1: examine why you actually have discomfort about it. I used to have discomfort about the nature of uh stretch marks on my backside. Now, mind you, I have stretch marks on my arms and other parts of my body, but when I started taking photos for the first time, I had to really ask myself, why do I not care about having stretch marks on other parts of my body, but I don't care? Like, I have a gripe or I have some sort of feelings about them being on my backside. And with people who I would share nudes with, that would always be one of the highlights. They'd be like, oh, my God, like, I love them tiger stripes. I love them stretch marks. And I would... It would almost be like, a, I'm like, are people like gas? Like, are they gassing me, mm-hmm. gaslighting me or something? Because it's like people will appreciate and see things in you that you don't see. And it's not coming from a devious or, you know, a gaslighting type place. But, you know, certain things that you don't necessarily like, other people may like. Mm-hmm. You know, and of course, it's not saying, you know, to do things for the benefit of others. But just know that people will have different appreciations of you. And so that's why it's always good to just learn all love learn to love all of you.
0: Exactly. And I like I know like um like one of the things that I actually do plan on doing for like phase three of the sexual exploration uh, journals and the next one is actually going to be focusing on the body finding ways to appreciate your body in the way that it looks and stuff like that i might even have some additional activities for people to do i don't know it's still in the in the works people look it's january i know it's going to be april when you hear this or actually it might be later than that it might be may who knows <laughs> when you hear this episode but like Uh, a part of that is helping people to appreciate their bodies a lot more because I remember those days when I didn't like looking at myself in the mirror and I used to love myself and that's a crazy thing like throughout my adolescent life uh I just was like oh my gosh you're such a beautiful guy I love me I love me for who I am and all these other things other people who don't like me fuck them Uh, I didn't cuss back then but anyways it is their problem, not my problem. But somewhere along the line, I allow society and all of the hateful and mean things that's often been said about big people to make me no longer appreciate my body or make me love my body and how it was developing. So I began to see myself as fatter than I was. I get, became a lot more depressed. All these things happened. And then, you know, I ended up joining the fraternity I lost a lot of weight Uh, everybody's like complimenting how good I look now and all this other stuff and I realized I don't like the way I look anymore like I didn't like that new me that I became because it didn't feel like myself it didn't feel comfortable for me I didn't feel beautiful even though other people were commenting on how great I looked I just felt more of the norm at that time. And not to say that I purposely gained weight because that definitely didn't happen. Look, stress does a lot to your body, people. Uh, And like you said, genetics and all these other things that impact your um, weight gain, weight loss and whatnot. But it it was the process of me going through all those stressful situations and relearning to love myself where I was able to get to a point where I actually appreciated myself. And I will say even these days, um, the thing that really helps me appreciate my body, like the preparation that I go into that happens whenever I'm trying a new outfit for the Sebastian yeah. persona or something that I might want to wear just to feel sexy. That includes putting on these lacy outfits, um, the some pants, or even some underwear that I found that are made of lace fabric, like just that process of putting these things on, putting my smell goods on, um, putting on the Sebastian Sebastian mask. It's just like, oh my gosh, I just feel great in this i feel uh-huh. sexy like one of the um parts of my body that i really do love other than my smile is my eyes like if my eyes are not giving me fucking sexy the picture needs to be taken down uh-huh. Like i don't care what the fuck all my hands and body is looking like if my eyes are not where i want them to be if it's not giving that's a sexy ass motherfucking looking at you and looking right back at me then i'm not going to take that picture that that's not the case. Uh-huh. I need to be like, when I look at this picture, Paz Vernon is making love to President Vernon as I'm looking at him look in this photo. Because if, yeah. if I, Look, if I'm not loving myself <laughs> when I look bad, it's not it's not hitting.
1: And in between that past and that present, it's a whole orgasm that's happening. Like look, rest assured, it, you know. Listen, you know.
0: let them know. Let them know. <laughs>
1: but you know, but I also think that we also have to again. It's about the language that we use because I know that we we get into a lot of prevalent conversations about the things about body image. You know that we. Get come from TV, they come from being online for social media and content creators. And you know, the thing that I do like is I do like that there is this prevalence, especially with being on Twitter or you know, other places where content creators are a a lot of times prevalent. I do like that there are you know, this outpouring love for people of you know, bigger communities and things like that. But the one thing that I don't necessarily appreciate is like. Let's not stigmatize people who have bigger bodies as the other Mm. as to say, like, well, maybe there's an opposite thing that happens where people of bigger communities that, you know, love what other body types do they love? You know, but it's kind of like that's a different, difficult conversation to have because muscular people or thinner people, they've never been categorized as the other. Mm-hmm. So it's like, we'll never have those conversations because we they've never been the others. But what I do think we need to change about the language as well is that recognize if you are engaging in something as far as just sexual play, then that then you have to know and understand that that is what people will see you for and use you as. With classic example, if you are a bigger person, do not delude yourself into thinking that... Just because I may be with this muscular man or this thinner man, they may have love for bigger bigger men, but just because you do something with somebody in private doesn't mean that they will claim you in public. Mm -hmm. So let's not, you know, so I'm not saying that, you know, that's for every case, but... What I am saying is recognize when to set boundaries and be able to emotionally detach from the things that you do in private with somebody to do things in public. Because just because you may be seeing, you know, this person, you know, who may have this athletic body and, you know, things like that, just because they like to be with bigger people or, you know, things like that, you know, sexually doesn't mean does that, you know, just to ask yourself the question like, okay, yeah, they're doing this with me in private, but would they ever claim me in public, Mm. you know, if somebody, and you will recognize a lot of body shaming that, that, you know, tends to happen. Now, hey, of course, if you're in the space of, you know, you just trying to get yours and have fun, by all means, do whatever makes you feel good. Mm. But I think the nature of body appreciation starts by stop attaching yourself to messages that you have previously received about the body
0: exactly you know
1: and know the difference between when you are being sexualized and when you are being appreciated Mm, 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 mm. you know
0: that's going to be the last word of that conversation because (laughs) what needs to be said and i hope anyone who heard that Regardless of your body type or whatnot, think about that in your intimate spaces. Is this person going to claim me out in public? If they not, act accordingly. (laughs) I'm not saying you have to let them go, but recognize what that relationship is and act accordingly. Um, But yes, on that note, I have a sex question. So we're not going to do it's Never right. Have I Ever. We're not doing Would You Rather. This is going to be... It's a triple S rated question for you. All so, right. What is your ultimate sexual fantasy? And have your sexual fantasies changed over time?
1: Mm-hmm. Ooh, interesting. So I think... My OK, so I'm not going to say it's the ultimate sexual fantasy, but it's something that I actually recently learned after attending a kind of BDSM one on one workshop uh, that I would actually have a fantasy of doing a type of role play of like a teacher student, oh. you know, kind of role play scenario. Uh, It was very interesting, very quick story. I learned from uh, my workshop that um, from the person who was conducting the workshop, she was saying that a lot of times role play can be hard for people to get into because they see it as just something that is just, they're supposed to stay in a fantasy. And so as she was saying, role play doesn't necessarily have to involve cosplay, you know, uh, costume play for people who are unfamiliar. You don't necessarily have to have a Batman and Robin, you know, kind of like fantasy that you play out. She And I liked how she put it is that if you think about role play, role play can simply be something that you would not necessarily do in a real life scenario, but you can fantasize it in your mind and play it out with intimate partners. And that immediately made me think of teacher and student because I am a teacher. And of course, I would never cross, and even though I teach in a collegiate setting, I would never cross boundaries, of course, with a student. But in my private and personal life, yeah, I can have intimate fantasies about, oh, like this is a teacher-student you know, dynamic or scenario it gets played out. So that will be a, a fantasy that I have. Mm. And um, and yeah, I can definitely say that fantasies have definitely changed over time. I think when I was first starting to learn about sex, I had those typical, you know, fantasies about like, oh, like I would love to like have sex on the beach and, you know, just all those things. And then I recognized, well, for one thing, um, if I was actually in that scenario, I don't care if all this sand getting in crevices and mm-hmm. places, and then I'm like, if something washes shores, like I I can't swim, and even though I wouldn't be all the way in the water, like that would be a prime distraction, you know. So I'm like, well, maybe like a little nice jacuzzi would settle, you know, or something like that. But That's you true. know, yeah, and so and but then I'm like. Well, depending on how clean it is, you know, cause I am, cause you know, I do have some sanitary concerns and stuff. So it's like, you know, certain fantasies, like you think, because like you've seen it in TV, you've seen it in movies or, you know, you've seen it in your favorite porn or, you know, whatever. And then when you start to think about it, it's like, uh, maybe we need to adjust this vision or
0: <laughs> exactly like i okay i definitely have a follow-up with the role play situation uh first i need to say one thing and then i'm going to say mine and then the role play thing so
1: okay.
0: everybody just a reminder sand is glass glass is sand so take that how you will when it comes to having sex on the motherfucking beach sand is glass and glass of sand leave it at that (laughs) no (laughs) like i thought about that but the yeah i have the thoughts about okay the crevices what if stand gets somewhere i don't want it to be and and i'm not trying to be torn up on the inside i'm just not no i know some people find that phrasing sexy like tear my insides up i get that you know no. but not literally I'm not no. sand is glass and glass is sand
1: and for people who have sensitive skin like myself don't mess your skin up exactly we're not doing
0: that we are not no. doing that now no. my ultimate sexual fantasy is and it has been since I was young and it will still oh. be until that motherfucker happens and that <laughs> is having sex and zero motherfucking gravity bitch I, I want to be on yes. a spaceship fucking like no motherfucking other thing is look listen here Elon Musk I know I don't like your bitch ass (laughs) and or Jeff Bezos I don't like you either if y'all could set some shit up and I could go ahead and bring uh, a couple of my sexual partners with me and we just float up there for like a few hours like I mean a few hours because the shit that I want to do with Zero
1: Gravity may take a few hours look Hashtag enter the last six That's going to be the name of the episode. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> intergalactic sex. Like, let's get it. Let's get let's it. Because
0: get it. like I'm trying to get some shit started off. Oh, like, don't look. I understand the funds are not there, but y'all got it for everybody on this damn planet. Take me to look if if
1: do mm. you think about like the level of creativity? Cause like if you have having zero gravity, like you don't, you're not gonna have like that gravitational pull. So you're just gonna be up in the air, like you can get like you can practice like different positions from the look, air. Like I'm it trying- could be-
0: I'm trying to be like fucking and we are spinning like a motherfucking wheel bitch like let's look do a backflip on some look let's there's so much shit that I want (laughs) to do I love love it I will, I'm even willing to have sex with Jeff Bezos, uh, if if I can accomplish that. I was going to say Elon Musk, but I still can't do it. I barely can do Jeff. But it's like, at least when it came around those news at one point, he Uh did provide like some BDE. He was like, bitch, just post them. And I was like, ooh. Oh okay. I, okay, mm-hmm. we might we might get some shit off. But Elon Musk, I'm sorry. Uh-uh. No. Mm-hmm. Now if wow. it's if it's his Asian twin, I, look, I will stay wow. on that for a while. He can be there. He can be there. Mm-hmm. Let's invite let's invite him onto this. And, that,
1: this and just because <laughs> and just because you may have to do something to get through it, doesn't mean you can't have mash, you can't have other equipment. Like there's ways to get through
0: it. There's ways to get through this. Like look, I might if I have to have sex with Elon Musk, just dope me up during that process and let that be the last person i'm having sex with okay that's that's all i'm saying but that's so disrespectful and i don't care y'all i'm sorry i should not be bashing these people but they they billionaires they can afford feelings so if they need something they could buy some new feelings Mm -hmm. fuck them i said what i said
1: (laughs) we're not in the bit we're not in the business of rich people's of rich white men's feelings like you know not at all not at all I like and that's not the lack of slide
0: too exactly now in terms of this role play situ- c- uh, scenario mm-hmm. and we are te- technically over time but i'm still we, we good but look with the role play scenario i actually participated in a role play and i was the dom in the situation and mm-hmm. the crazy thing is the person who so <sighs> i'm not going to tell the entire story but let's mm-hmm. say this happened on uh On, like, a Tuesday, me and this other dude met, and somehow by 12 o'clock that night, somebody else got involved, and, um, like, a couple hours before we were actually going to engage in all of this, another person wanted to take part, but I was like, no, it's too complicated to be adding other people in here, like this has been like a good 16 hours of communication between these three parties. But essentially the scenario was, uh, and for people who do not know, I used to act back in the day. So like me and role play, it brought back my acting roots. But with, uh, with this scenario, the person wanted to be kidnapped. And uh, of course I'm not lifting the motherfucker. Yeah. Since we're doing this in my apartment, I'm not gonna allow you motherfuckers to break any of my shit trying to pick somebody up. So we're not doing that. But we set up the scene and everything communicated what's the name of this business, What are we gonna be calling uh-huh. you? What are the uh we talked about the color scheme or in terms of red, yellow, and green, uh-huh. just to make sure how everybody checks in even had a code phrase of how to check in during the scene, too. So, like, Mm -hmm. since it's a kidnap scenario, and uh, I wanted to know how he he was doing, the Mm -hmm. code word for how you're doing in that scenario was, what's your social security number? Because we're Mm -hmm. robbing him, we're trying to take all his money and all his other stuff, but that gives us a check-in of green, yellow, red, you know, that kind of Mm -hmm. thing. How you check in without having to check in. Right. But yeah, if you get the chance to do it, I hella recommend. Um, make sure if um, you do partake, um, most definitely if it's um, like everybody's new to it, or if not everybody's new to it, like one person's been involved, but at least communicate roles, um, yeah. the storyline, and that makes it so much easier for everybody to engage. Like yeah. me and the other dude, we like literally built a company and all this shit before the other guy came in and I just had to let him know look, this is what's happening we're disgruntled employees we're getting our money back and we gonna you know fuck the shit out of him until he gives us the money gave the co words and all this other stuff but it turned out really great
1: everybody Ooh. was hella satisfied so yeah Ooh, wonderful oh, wonderful I love it Do it. I love it. <laughs> it is
0: worth doing um so yeah what is your scenario I know it's teacher student but
1: what oh well you know the thing is that uh I would actually want to even though like when I took like my initial like BDSM test like I had that um very like versatile aspect of actually being a switch Mm -hmm. you know so being dominant and submissive but I think for like the few like role plays or like the fantasies that I have like I would actually want to take on that dominant persona because mm-hmm. of the fact, like, there's a lot. What I've been learning is over the past year that there's actually a lot of sensuality that can be involved in BDSM. So I'm not necessarily into impact play or, you know, like things that are involving pain or things like that, but I'm very much into sensual play. And so with the nature of teacher student. I would love to not necessarily have that classic, like, oh, I'm at the board and, you know, like I'm about to discipline a student or anything like that. Mm -hmm. To me, like that's, that's like lame or something. But I would love to have a scenario where it's like, I would be like in my office type space or, you know, like to have like a desk and to have this role play play out of this student who is coming to me and they're needing like this extra help or this extra attention. And it's a whole entire buildup of a scene and not even necessarily clearing the desk, but. Um, to again, like just have this kind of build up where it's like where we almost do something and then we don't, and then the next time you see us, like that student is revealing, you know, like their body more and like their body more and more. So there's like this continuous story because y'all know I'm a writer out here, so you know I don't like to just get to like the immediate action. I like a storyline and a build up with, the, with it. With so um, with so every, so every time it gets a lot more and more intense until it just happens.
0: <laughs> Sir, this is giving... This scenario is going to be happening over multiple motherfucking days and I am here for this shit. It's just like, yes. oh my God. Oh, that's like... So I'm a, I, I'm like a huge fan of delayed gratification and I, some people call it edging too, but I think of edging when it comes to mas- um, masturbation. But... Mm. When it comes to that, that's all I'm getting. It's like, oh, I'm going to get you to this peak. We're not going to break the taboo. We're not going to get into the full thing of what we're actually supposedly supposed to be engaging in in this encounter. But it's all good. We, yeah. We'll pro- we'll get that tomorrow. Oh, wait, we're not there yet. Day number three. We fuck it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I fucks with it. I fucks with it. Yeah. But I love. You. <laughs> i know i'm over time and i do apologize for that but Ooh. tyrell do you have any last words that you would like to share with the audience
1: oh jess um as we have centered our conversation around nudes again Jess, remember taking nudes is for you not for other people who you choose to share that with is completely up to you let it come from a place of power and confidence um, and just, you know, hey, if you're thinking about any type of kink, any type of fetish, do not, um, do not just delve into it. There is a whole art to the BDSM community. There is a whole art to, um, role play. There's a lot that goes into it, so it's not something that you just do on a fly or do on a whim. There's a lot of moving pieces to it that you have to educate yourself and to know about, and that is the reason why great research is out here. Like, people, if you are interested in something do the research like it's very fun it's very fun to actually read up on things that you have a genuine interest about so don't just dive head first into things because that's how mistakes and accidents happen exactly
0: exactly and also make sure y'all go back listen to those episodes of the holocaust podcast take what you can if you uh like there's Always some gems dropped. So mm-hmm. look, do what you gotta do. Um, but Tyrell, thank you so much. Um, uh, you are a wonderful person. I greatly appreciate you for coming on to the podcast. Thank um, you.
1: always appreciate being here.
0: <laughs> to the audience, thank you all so much for listening to the Holy Podcast, where we step out and speak on sexuality. Just in case no one else told you this today, you are beautiful, you are worthy of happiness and joy, you are enough and did some. You may not live up to the expectations of others, but that is okay. You are only required to walk in your own shoes. May each day you live lead you towards abundance. With that said, love you all